with me Phil and me Paul and on this week's show we're reviewing episode 2 of series 8 of Doctor Who and of course it is Into the Dalek but first let's have some news now um, as last week um, there's not a lot of news to talk about but unfortunately we kick off with another another loss to the um, world of Doctor Who and that is Australian actor Bill Kerr has died at the age of 92 now for those of you who don't know who Bill Kerr is um, he played Giles Kent um, in the very recently discovered and recently released on DVD, uh, Patrick Troughton's story, Enemy of the World. Uh, so, which, again, I didn't actually know he was actually in until it, this all sort of um, came out uh, last year. But I think to a lot of people, he's probably most known for appearing in Hancock's Half Hour. Yeah, that's right. On BBC Radio. That's, exa- that's exactly what I know him from as well. As uh, Yes, he played uh, Tony Hancock's lodger, who called him Tub all the time, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, he did a lot of other things as well. I didn't know, if, uh, for example, he was in the Dambusters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and the saying the wrong arm of the law, which is another sort of classic um, film of the fifties as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I never knew he was, he was in either of those two films. And I, I, I mean, the amount of times I watched the Dambusters, for God's sake. So <laughs> yeah, I just I suspect never never really been looking at him. No, exactly. He was looking at like Richard Todd and a bit at the end, really, isn't it? So and that, the planes, really. and the planes, yes. <laughs> but um, and we also worked with another um, hero of mine as well, Spike Milligan. Um, he, he appeared in the stage play version of the Bed Sitting Room, as well, which is a very, very weird. Have you seen the film version? I haven't, or do I have? I think, but uh, years ago, uh, bits of it. I haven't seen all. Yeah, of it. it's a very, very weird, um, weird play and a weird film. Uh, Basically, it's... Um, well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's set after a nuclear holocaust. Uh, but it's a very, very British and a very Milligan take on what happens after a after a nuclear holocaust. Mm. It's a very peculiar film. Um, I, I suppose it's sort of a comedy, but it's, it's, just, it's just an odd film. It's re- and it's also like a who's who of, of, of British actors and British comedians from that time as well. So, yeah. yeah, but it's it's worth it's worth tracking down if you haven't seen it. It really is. But uh, but anyway, it's, it's sad really because I mean, I mean to me, Bill Kurt is the last of that era of radio comedy. Apart, I think June Whitfield's the only one left now, isn't she? I'm trying to think. Um, probably yeah. Oh, Leslie Phillips. He's, yeah. Well, obviously he's ill as well now, but uh, he's had a, unfortunately he's had a stroke. But um, yeah, I think about it, it's just June Whitfield and Leslie Phillips now, and that's that's about it from that period of um, oh, it was the golden years of radio comedy or British radio comedy anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's very sad, very sad. Okay, then. Right, well, let's move on to some other news now. And, uh, yes, unfortunately, the rest of this news item is made up of stats. The dreaded stats, isn't it? Actually, going back on that, is Dennis Norden still around? Dennis Norden. Uh, Yes, he is, isn't he? Yes. But he's more of a writer than a performer, isn't he? He is, but I think... But he's still there, wasn't he? he, Yeah, I I think you've got to... He's, yeah. he's, he's of that era. Well, he predates that era, really, to a certain extent. I think he does no. actually, because yeah. didn't because um, one of the things that he said that Bill Kerr um, was in on, on British radio was Variety Bandbox. Yeah, and I think didn't 
Dennis Norton contribute scripts to that? I've got a feeling he did, yeah. That and Nitma and things like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Take it from here. Take it from here, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right, actually. Him and, uh, what was the other guy? Frank Muir, wasn't it? It was his yes. uh, writer in crime. That's it. So, uh, anyway, um, never mind us reminiscing about <laughs> British <laughs> British road from the 40s and 50s. Um, we weren't around at that, that time, obviously. You know, so <laughs> we're not that bloody ancient. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just a few years before. Aren't yeah, I? exactly. Yeah, just a few. Uh, yes, stats, stats, stats. Now, um, before we get into the overnight figures for Into the Dalek, um, the appreciation index and the final UK uh, ratings for Deep Breath have been released. Now, the appreciation index for Deep Breath had a score of 82, uh, which apparently was it's down on recent years, but it's still a healthy, um, a healthy score to get, isn't it? Yeah, it's not too bad. And I think normally you're sort of looking around about 84 to 87, aren't you, as the... I think so. I think if you hit hit round the nineties, then you're really in the yeah. upper echelons, really, aren't you? But yeah, uh, but I say it's only slightly, slightly down. Obviously, um, a, a new doctor is gonna divide opinion somewhat, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. and and that sort of story is going to divide opinion just because it's one of those things one of those where things. Yeah, you've yeah. got to introduce the doctor, and it's not going to have the story. It's almost second place to that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, uh, but the final UK ratings for Deep Breath, well, it, obviously it's a consolidated rating, taking in all the iPlayer and, and the um, sort of catch-up stuff and everything. Uh, that had a final consolidated rating of nine point seventeen million viewers, yeah, which is amazing. It is. I'm, uh, again, though, no, that does come on to that you've got the first first episode yeah. of a new Doctor, so it's always gonna, exactly. And now, it's the highest since. Matt Smith's debut episode, isn't it? So it sort of takes that as a yes, it is. Yes, the highest rate. Yes, the highest rating since Matt Smith's um, of, a, debut. of a normal sort yes. of run, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it, it's uh, excluding the, the Christmas specials and Day of the Doctor yeah. and, and, and things like that. Um, but obviously, I mean, the, the big winner of the week was the Great British Bake Off, which had nine point two eight million viewers. Yeah, so it's uh, which is to be expected. To be expected. shows you really well how British we are. Yes, indeed, indeed. We love tea and cake. That's what we. <laughs> um, Science actually, fiction any day. Oh yeah. Now the um, actually other little sort of tidbit of information that's come out of this: the uh, cinema screens of Deep Breath at the UK box office. It took uh, five hundred twenty-two thousand nine hundred eight pounds, and it was the eighth highest grossing feature of, of the UK that weekend. Yeah. Despite no. only one showing, yeah. which is only having pretty... the Saturday night exactly, show. yeah, which is pretty damn good if you ask me. And again, going back to it being a Saturday, Saturday bank, bank holiday, holiday. yeah, and the weather was pretty good as well, actually, wasn't it? If I remember rightly, on the Saturday it was, yeah, yes, it was, yeah. <laughs> if if was you a... stayed in to, to watch Doctor Who, thinking I'll go out on one of the other days because they'd be lovely, <laughs> <laughs> it was unlucky, <laughs> very disappointed there. Now, uh, lastly, we've got the overnight viewing figures for Into the Dalek, and that had an overnight figure of 5.2 million people. Yeah. Uh, which is down considerably from last week, but again, second episodes always seem to have that drop, don't they? And it was now coming up against the launch, start, restart of the X Factor. Of oh, the X Factor, yes. Now, the, apparently, the interesting thing was apparently didn't, Doctor Who didn't suffer any um, loss of viewers during the Clash of X Factor, which is that's 
probably the more important thing. So I think the people who did tune in to watch Doctor Who watched it. Yeah. Rather than waiting for the X Factor to come on. They weren't just killing time waiting for the X Factor. No, no, no exactly. So uh, that, that's that's. I think that's the important thing. That's the important thing. But uh, this. Moment... I was wondering what to do after Tunnel had finished. <laughs> <laughs> I th- everyone's wondering what to do after Tunnel's <laughs> finished. <laughs> Even the people who make it, <laughs> collecting their dull money, I think by now. But uh, <laughs> what if there's any justice in the world? Um, yeah, it's um, now apparently this into the Dalek. Its audience share was twenty four point seven percent as well. Uh, which uh, which made it, I think it's the second highest rated program of the night. Yeah. It's the same as it was last week, I think, wasn't it? Or was, yeah. it, was it the highest? I can't remember. It was, it I think it, it, it was the highest of the night, wasn't it? Because, uh, it did have a lot of competition, did it? So. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, last week it didn't, no. Yes, I think it was Tipping Point Celebrity Special, wasn't it? It was the yes, competition yes. last week. Yes, that and Tumble. So... Um, <laughs> Which I must admit, as um, I mean, it's been th- it three weeks now, and um, it's got worse. <laughs> <laughs> it really has got worse. It is. Um, I don't want to waste I just more think time that's on it. breeding contempt. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible. So anyway, uh, that is it for the news. It's a very very short news item this week um, because. Um, as, as we suspected last week, all the hype has sort of really died down and there's no real um, other news. There's no tat stuff coming out at the moment either, is there? So it's all gone. Not, not that we've found anyway. Yeah. So well. anyway, so that's it for the news then. So uh, cut it very, very shortly is our review of Into the Dalek. So for another week then, that was the news. <laughs> Right then, everybody, it's time for our review of Into the Dalek. I need something from you. I need the truth. Okay. Right. What is it? What's... You're scared. I'm terrified. Of what? The answer to my next question. It must be honest, cold, and considered without kindness or restraint. Glad to be my pal. Tell me, my good man, And this week, I believe it's your turn to go first, Paul. Yes, it is. Yeah, what did you think? Um, I liked it, but it's it's not one that's really grabbed me. I have to say. Okay, okay. Why? Why is it? My... What? Why did you like it first? What? What did you like about it? No, I, I think it, I think it's well acted, has some good scenes and whatever. I just I don't know. It's just a bit. I just can't help thinking it's. Basically, fantastic voyage. Uh, well, it is, isn't it? It, it is. is. Um, yeah. You're sort of sitting there, and you're thinking to yourself, well, yeah. I mean, I only sort of get interested around the, the interesting part about it is the around morality of Daleks and the Doctor. Mm. I mean, that, that's that's the real story to this, isn't it? But yes, it is. It is. It's yeah. It's just that the whole thing around to hang it on is a bit. Oh, 
Um, yeah, I'm not so sure whether okay, but it, I, it needed to be redone that way. Yeah, uh, but I also enjoyed it. Actually, I, I thought it was it was a um, a good Dalek story for a change. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, it was derivative of, of um, Fantastic Voyage, and what was the other film? Inner Space was the other one as well, yeah. that uh, Joe Dante film. But um, yeah, I, I didn't mind it. At least they were do, trying to do something different. This yeah, time and it, around, it, you know? it was an interesting way of bringing in Dalek because you've sort of had the single Dalek with Dalek, haven't you? Yes, yes. Person they come back with. So that's a question of how do you do that but do it differently, mm. and. Getting into the morality of Daleks or not is, is a question, I suppose, for that. Yeah. I can see that. I just don't know whether they really needed to to go into the full, oh, we've actually got to go into it to to find this out. Uh, uh, well, it, 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 it was just a, a way to... I've enjoyed it, and I've watched it yeah. again, and I've enjoyed it again watching it, so... Yeah, yeah, it's... Um, uh, it's it's weird really because the ones I enjoy that there's not a lot to really to, to get your teeth into. You just like it and that's it. You just sort of take yeah. it at sort of face value. Um, I mean, there were a couple of things that I thought, okay, okay. Well, it was very very similar to Dalek to begin with. Yeah, I, 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 I thought. Um, the, well, yeah. I mean, know, the actual very, the, the opening before the titles was yes. very much of that nature, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. Um, then you also you got the you know the the fantastic voyage bit, and then the end. It was almost to me, it was almost like Nightmare in Silver, with the Doctor and the Dalek joining minds, like you uh, had with the Doctor and the Cyberman. I felt that was a little bit. It wasn't. It you wouldn't have the you'd have the dual personality thing, but it felt very very similar. No, I didn't mind that. I actually didn't mind that. I actually, no, I actually, didn't. To be honest, once you'd got into the Dalek, mm. and if you actually then it's almost. Took it as I'm not thinking about this as being in a Dalek, but just in a um, ship of mm. some sort, and and forget about the Fantastic Voyage bit. Then it's pretty much. Then it became actually a decent story, and I quite enjoyed it from then on. I think yeah. it just was that. Just that. Yeah, the two opening bits of it were okay. Now this is just you're just amalgamating two other stories I've already seen. <laughs> <laughs> but once you've got into it and you got to the point of the, I mean, certainly from the point where. The first crewman who fires the grappling hook thing. Yeah. From that moment on, this then it becomes a very. I thought it became a very good story, and I actually did really enjoy it from then. Yeah. If I'm going to be honest, it's well, just it just was getting into it and getting past my prejudice towards it. I think. This is the problem you had last week as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to start watching these things halfway through all the time now. <laughs> It also has two good things because it means I don't have to catch the end of Tumble as well. <laughs> Every cloud and all that, mate. Every yes. cloud. So, you know, if they're going to start yeah. doing at 7.30, if I turn on about 10 to 8, I should enjoy it fully. I yeah. Um, well, I mean, okay, we, we we both sort of the air that the story's it's sort of been done before. Or it's never been done with the Dalek. But, I mean, I did enjoy it. As I said, the whole thing with the, the Doctor joining minds with the Dalek, I found too... Very, I mean, especially after so soon as well, after Nightmare in Silver, but um, it was just done better than Nightmare I mean, but in it, but Silver. It, but it was, done, it was done for a major point, wasn't it? The point wasn't yeah. conflict. The point was trying to show the Dalek how much good there was. Um, mm. What it was, what what their idea of destroying everything was, was destroying what they were destroying when they were yeah. just trying to destroy everything. 
and to try and convince it that this wasn't the the way forward. Mm. And it also then uh, lets you open up actually into the morality of the Doctor as well. Well, it did because I mean, you know, um, I mean, all the way through this, um, I mean, yeah, that 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 um, that line about you know who's um, who's Clara? She said, oh, he's Kara. So oh, yeah, that that she's my Kara. She cares, so I don't have to. Uh, which really sort of sums the doctor up. Yeah. Until I mean, we, and, and the whole point with the, as you said, the person with the grap fires the first grappling hook thing. Mm. Um, there's the he throws him something and says, "Take this and trust me." Yeah. Um, then he gets killed, and it was like, "Well, he was dead anyway." I was just trying to make out something to, so we could track save it. us as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then they fall into the, you know, not the, not even a not even a sorry. No, but, yeah, but not only, but not normally only, have had from the doctor would have been regret at what had to happen. Oh, immediately, yeah, which you, you're not getting now, uh, which I think is quite refreshing, actually. Um, and the, the second grappling hook person, you you had no attempt to stop her doing what she was suggesting. No, now that actually, before we get onto her, can I just come back to when Ross died? Yes, because when when they fall into all the the like the uh, the protein. Paul, yeah. of what you want to call it, um, and she asks, "Oh, was um, was Ross? Is Ross in here?" He said, "Yeah, flat on the top." So, was it? What did he say? Something? Um, say, say your last words. So, something on those. Yeah, he's on the top. So, yeah, something like, "Yeah, he's on the top." So you can say your last words to him quickly. Yeah, or... quickly. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it was such a, a flippant attitude to someone yeah. dying, which he was rubbing people up the wrong way all the way through this. Right. Yeah. Uh, which I I said I don't mind because I'm fed up with the with the, the 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 caring sharing doctor. I want him to be a bit more yeah. um, a bit more detached yeah. from humanity. But I suppose at the end of the that, day, the actually that of... scene there also I suddenly realised that of course this is the second episode of a new doctor, and he ends up in gunk. Yes, yes, it is, isn't it? Again. <laughs> Very, under, very um, under Stephen Moffat. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yes, very, very similar. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> yes, but when uh, the other guard Gretchen sacrificed herself, I mean, as you yeah. say, yeah, there was no attempt to sort of like, no, you know, you don't have to do this. We could find another way. It was no, you just, you just carry on. Yeah, and, you, yeah, yeah. You, you've you've obviously got the answer to what we need to. Yeah, and if you're willing to do it, then I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. But then something happens which uh, you was wasn't you were hoping wasn't going to happen week in week out was the, again the very very quick return of Missy. I don't I don't sort of mind that because it didn't go anywhere other than it it showed there was that brief clip and she just says would you like some tea and then that's it. There's no explanation, no try to explain explain what it was at that stage. Yeah, okay. If that if that's if that's what we've got to put up with as a story arc hmm. until we get to the concluding two episodes, then I'm okay with that. More so than what we had with series six, hmm. where it was nearly every other episode was based apart around a part of the, the story arc. Yeah, yeah. If you just have little bits that either come at the end or, in this case, in the middle. yes. Then I, I've got no problem with that. If you're going to build a story arc into it, and you're just going to do it by dropping in little scenes that are like thirty seconds long, don't tell you anything, don't try to even tell you anything, then fine. Ah, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. No, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to say you're going to have a problem with this this week. So, uh, no. but again, it's, it's that case of why her? 
Why why pick her to say why was and why Ross? not Ross? Yeah. yeah. Um, very weird. Well, no doubt we'll find out because she perhaps because she does it because she asks ask the doctor. The doctor. She she does it in trust of the doctor on what he he's gonna do hmm. as opposed to Ross just did it without thinking. Could be. It could be that she she did it because she trusted the doctor rather than um, just. As a part of her job. Yeah, yeah. No, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. It could be. It could. It could just be that, couldn't it? So, but um, but as for the, should we get onto the Daleks themselves? I mean, is is, is, is if, 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 sorry, what, what, if, while we're while we're oh, there, okay, okay, while we're there, and if you're going to say that, is Missy then going to actually go around saving the people the Doctor can't couldn't in this, or, or the Doctor feels responsible for killing in this, as in uh... the half. Face man, face man, it's the yeah. the doctor had there no choice there. With something in and that, there's, yeah. there's ambiguity as to whether the doctor actually pushed him. If the doctor pushed him, is this Missy saving him so that doctor doesn't have to feel bad about having killed him? Yeah, yeah it and could saving be. Gretchen is that because of so the doctor doesn't have to feel guilty, guilty about her death being part of his for him. Hmm, could be. I know we don't we don't like to uh, theorise a lot on this podcast, do right. we? So, uh, <laughs> but, but as 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 they're going to keep throwing these bits in every <laughs> week, we can either t- totally ignore them, or we can or we can be proved wrong. <laughs> yes, it'd be proved <laughs> at not the end to, of the it? end of the time. So, <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yes. Um, now, actually, before we actually get into the onto the Daleks, actually, we'll just talk about a few more bit about the characters. Then, um, Clara this week. Yeah. Uh, I think she's now becoming more of a, uh, how can I put it, more of her own character, if you if you see what I mean. Certainly after last week, where you, they're sort of starting to sow the seeds a bit more for, for what Clara's really like. I think this week, that really came out, because she yeah. sort of gave the Doctor a damn good telling off, didn't she? Well, she, well she's actually now getting a role, isn't she, in yes. this, which is to be the moral compass for him, mm. um, to a certain extent. Which I think the Doctor's and, always kind of needed anyway, hasn't he? Yeah. Because there there's always, especially since the show came back, there's always been that thing where he, the longer he's left alone, there's yeah. no one in to sort of rein him back in from, from his excesses, is there? And and to a certain extent, this is what we're getting. Yes, with, it is. In any way, isn't it? Yeah. And, and the fact that he's... There's a nice sort of need stroke indifference with the Doctor and Clara at the moment, for the Doctor with Clara at the moment. Yeah, there's um. He 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 doesn't, you know. You get the feeling he's sort of a bit oh well, you know, about her, but accepts that he needs her there because he doesn't quite know where he is himself. Yes, yes. I know, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But I also think there's uh, like a, an underlying current of Hartnell to this Doctor as well. Yeah, if you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna go back to. Yeah. Now, now I know people. A lot of people have actually said, "Oh, it's stupid." People have actually been comparing this is this is more like classic Who. I think it's Paul Cornell tweeted something today. He thinks it's really funny that people are saying this is like a return to classic Who when it's been more uh, sort of uh, sort of character based and and drama based than it's ever been before. It's nothing like old Who. Yeah. But I think what they've done with the Doctor, I think last week the way you used Clara was very seventh Doctor, I found anyway. And I think this week he was more first Doctor like. It's this casual disregard for any human life, really, which um and, and obviously that's what Ian and Barbara 
uh, did to the first Doctor, they sort of softened the edges somewhat, and this is what Clara's sort of doing to this Doctor. Uh, that's that's yeah. why that's why I see it at the moment. I mean, you know, it's it, it's just my own sort of personal view on it. Um, I'm probably completely wrong, but you know, no, that, I, that's how yeah. I see it. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. His his reaction to Ross was was not that of was more of the you can imagine the first Doctor having that sort of early on. Mm. And that sort of reaction. Exactly. Yeah, the first few stories of Hartnell, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was more the sort of. Uh, he, he would do what he wanted to do by hook or by crook, wouldn't he, really? Yeah. <laughs> Even and... if he meant endangering the people who were travelling with him. Yeah. Or, he, yeah. yeah. Or wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily feel that there was any need to endanger himself. Mm. Yes, more to anybody. the point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, more to the. That's what I felt when he, when he walked away from uh, Gretchen. The way he sort of like scuttled away, didn't he? Yeah. You know, you, you know, he's, he was trying to get to the the Dalek mutant itself, but it, it did seem like he was sort of like trying to. He wasn't. Get... He wasn't going to hang around. And no, see... he wasn't. No. And see what was going to happen. He wasn't. He wasn't going to take the. There wasn't going to be any chance that he was going to actually have to step in at any stage. There. That was the decision was made, and he just then decided, well, I better get out of here before I get caught up in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what it seemed to me anyway. Yeah. So. Um but yes, uh, but anyway, back to um back to Clara. Um yeah, I thought I mean again Jenna Khan was was fantastic this week, as was Peter Capaldi, actually. Uh but actually I think everyone in this, this cast was was good. Yeah, I yeah, I don't don't think there's anything there that stood out, any performance that stood out as particularly bad in sense you know that you thought of that that doesn't ring true or anything so no no nothing uh i think the uh, michael smiley um i thought was really good as colonel blue i thought he was really good uh there was no how can i put it no there's no overacting because he I, I mostly know him as a, as a comedy actor from i, I first knew from spaced yeah uh playing tires um i know he's done things he's been in luther and think well okay that's not exactly laugh a laugh right luther uh but um but he's, well, he's also worked with Ben Wheatley before. Again, Ben Wheatley directed this episode. And again, I think it was another very, very atmospheric and, I don't would you say claustrophobic was a... Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't know whether it was meant to be necessarily his character or just a, a case of people have got to be shot to keep the this scene going. So, so we need to get... But I like the fact that his character was backtracking as other soldiers were going forward. Yes, he was. Yeah, <laughs> he, he seemed to be getting overtaken quite quite easily by other people <laughs> as, as the leader. Well, so, I think Ben Wheatley did well. I mean, it, it's a lot of slow motion uh, camera work going on there, but I think it did build the tension up quite nicely. Yeah, um, with 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 that scene once the Dalek went actually went on the attack, and uh, I, I actually want to say the Dalek bits till till later when, when we discuss them sort of properly. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I thought Michael Smiley was good. Um, I thought um, Zor Ashton was good as, as Journey Blue as yeah. well. Um, now, what about Samuel Aston, uh, Anderson sorry, as Danny Pink? Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's going to be more... We're going to get more of that coming up as it goes on. And we've laid the, the scenes of that he's a... We've give, they've given him a bit of backstory, haven't they? Yeah. And I quite like the fact of the... The way it was shot between him and him being awkward, and you get it sort of almost in flashback for him. Yeah, the set. How that's it. Yeah. he messed it up first of all, which I thought was quite nice. 
there's also you obviously he's got some sort of backstory. You you, you sort of I mean, he's a soldier, and you're meant to assume that um, he's sort of killed. Well, I suppose you could say he's killed a civilian. Yeah. Which I think is what they're what they're they're, they're getting at there, um, which could make for something quite interesting because the it was quite turned about when uh, Journey Blue said to the Doctor, "Take me with you." Yeah, and, and he, he said wouldn't. Well, he wouldn't no. because um, because he said you're probably very very nice girl. You're you're very brave, just to show him you're a soldier. Yeah, which is obviously setting up now. That are we going to end up with a, a conflict um, here? Aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know where this has come from. Because considering the amount of time that the doctors hung around units, so yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know why this has been pulled out of the hat. I'm not sure, not sure actually. Uh, but uh, yeah, but I think it's it, it could make for an interesting dynamic there, especially, especially as they are people fighting Daleks. Yes, for their own survival, mm. which you'd you... have felt. Yeah, he'd have had some sort of sympathy with. Mm. But so he it... doesn't even ask what the backstory was that they might have been. Civil servants that got called up and dragged into a war they didn't want to be in, but now they're there. They're having to fight. I mean, you don't know. You, you don't know. know exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. They're, 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 it just seemed a bit odd for the doctor to say that. I know this doctor isn't, you know, any, anything like we had before, but you know, because she didn't actually. I mean, because actually, what they seem to be is basically family in space, don't they? It does actually. <laughs> She's lost her brother, and it's her uncle. Yeah, and um, you know, so. The whole reasons for being there. This, this is not a regular army. No, it doesn't appear to be. Does so, it? so why he has taken such a a, a a thing against her? I mean, I suppose basically because her first reaction on seeing him was to point a gun at him. So I, Actually, I, I like I like the way the doctor sort of talked her down. Yeah, out of that, I like that. That was um, that was I thought that was really, really well acted by Capaldi there. Again, yeah. it was so offhand and. You know, he, he, someone's putting a gun in his face, and it's just sort of, if you shoot me, you're not going to get anywhere, are you? Yeah. You know, okay. so, well, well, I've, I've yeah. captured your ship. Well, you wouldn't. Well, what did he you say? You, you'll die of starvation. Yes, what's it? Searching for the lights or something? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I like the way the, the doctor handled that scene. Um, but I, th- I think the other thing as well, because obviously the whole thing's about, you know, a, a, you know, they've got a good Dalek. And obviously, you find it in the course. It's not once he's been repaired, um, he reverts back to back to type. Now, obviously, this whole thing about the Daleks seeing into the the Doctor's soul, and he sees like, like beauty and blah blah blah. But then he sees hatred. And uh, is this another thing they're sort of gonna do with it, this Doctor? Is it, this sounds like what they're doing. With, with, with the, I think they're trying to do with Colin Baker. We've never got the time to do. Um, you can see, he was, and I think come the end, I think you're supposed this. This doctor's, I think, is meant to go on some sort of a an emotional. I hate using this word journey. So he sees the better man inside himself. I think is. Do you reckon that's the way this is sort of being set up? Because he was really disappointed that the, that the Daleks saw that in him. Yeah, wasn't he? He, he seems to be quite crestfallen by that. Because he said, "No, there's more. There's more than this. There's more than that." And the, and the Daleks just latched on onto the hatred. Yeah, because that's what Daleks do. You know, so now you've got like a well, a Nazi in a <laughs> in a Dalek case in fighting on the on the good guy's side rather than fighting on the Dalek side. So it's no, it's just it's, it's directed redirected all its hatred towards the Daleks rather than yeah. to every other race now. Yeah, now yeah. now it sort of it's been made aware of 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 the the evil that it, that the Daleks do. So now rather than just going off and living a a nice life. It's it's now going to go off and start killing them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
Um, but people are saying that this is more of a this doctor. They they seem to or certain people seem to think this doctor is more probably more human than say like Tennant or Eccleston and, and uh, Matt Smith as well. Would you necessarily agree with that? Because he seems to be going on some sort of human emotional journey. Again, I've used that word again. No. Do you, would you? I, I don't necessarily agree with that. No, I just don't. I don't, I don't think he's necessarily. I think he's. Just probably, I think he's probably been learned to be a better person. Doesn't mean means he's going on a human journey to do that. No. Yeah, and, and to a certain extent, we we really don't necessarily know where he's going, do we? No, we don't. We don't so, know exactly at this stage. So, so who knows on that? But he does seem a bit. No, I wouldn't have thought so. I don't think there's... No, no, I, I think it, it's just... We, we, we seem to be... We've got the, the two camps already with this Doctor. We've got the ones who say, like, no, this is a this is a return to classic Who, the, the alien Doctor, and then you've got this other camp. So, well, no, it's nothing like, there's nothing like that at all. Um, this is probably the most human Doctor we've ever had. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think he's like any Doctor we've seen up to this point, to be honest. And I, and I mean going back to... Um, uh, back to the time of Hartnell and onwards, there's there's little bits of everybody in there at the moment. Yeah, yeah, as you'd expect. Yes, to be honest, or yeah. as they should be, uniform. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've got yeah, it's, it's 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 interesting to see where it does go. Yeah, it is interesting. Now, Daleks, I personally found that they made them a credible threat again. Would you agree with that? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were. I mean, there's there's no sense that the that there was a feeling that other than what happened with the Doctor that it had that had the that Dalek not been turned, so to speak, it mm. would have been they'd have all died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Um, I mean, the way they when when the Daleks boarded and the Aristotle, it it was relentless. Their march fought through the ship was relentless, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's what you want of Daleks. And there was no... Um, okay, there was a little bit of a Deus Ex Machina resolution to it. But uh, it wasn't as as appalling as the one that was used in um, Journey's End, for argument's sake. No. You didn't have a Dr. Donna sending the... They didn't sort of reduce the Daleks back down to sort of comedy status, if you know what I mean. No. Yeah, the... I mean, this was very much as in um, the... Eccleston Dalek, wasn't it? it yes, but, yes. Basically. Yeah, because they, in that they just marched through the space station, didn't they? Yeah. They wiped aside all resistance before them. Um, and this is pretty much what this was like. Um, you know, I, 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 I was glad to see that. And I think, if I'm right, this is also the first Dalek extermination or mass extermination we've seen uh, since Stolen Earth, isn't it? The Daleks uh, haven't actually killed anybody on camera. Like that, we haven't seen any sort of like you know the 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 negative skeleton effect. No, I don't think so. No. Think, no. Um, do you do you think this is now something to do with like BBC guidelines and why it's on later than it has been of recent years? Because people, a lot of people died in this, didn't they? And and not in nice ways. Yeah, but then to be honest, though, it's the first I suspect sort of Dalek story where you've had other than if victory to the Dalek. Victory of the Daleks. Oh no! Cool. No, they did exterminate a couple of soldiers in that, didn't they? Yeah, I forgot. Um, I, I, I tried to forget about that. Thank you. Yeah, at least <laughs> we seem to have forgotten about those Daleks, don't we? Yes. 
no mention of the Teletubby Daleks at all, is there? It is, it is interesting that we had those for one story and then a little bit at the back of Asylum. Yeah. And now they're sort of being... <laughs> there's nothing about them anymore. No, nothing at all. Um, I mean, I must admit, I mean, I, I don't want to seem completely sidelined. It, it was just... You just was, was this an idea that somebody put forward and they, 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 they've had the reaction to it and decided, well, actually, these aren't liked? Well... It was one of those designs that didn't changing. You understood it if it had been a new showrunner had come in and said, "No, I don't like those Daleks. We're going back to the uh, to the the other ones." Mm. But that was this. This was the group we've got now that introduced them. So yeah, there's just seems to be very uh, very happy with them at all. Get, no, no. Well, the fans unless, certainly won't. Uh, unless at so. some later point, there's some going to be some big battle between civil war between Daleks or something I don't know but then we've had them seemingly coexisting in asylum so yeah exactly yeah I, well they seem to be some sort of ruling class don't they of Daleks yeah so um, maybe we, we will see them again but um, but for, I think for this sort of story that the golden bronze Daleks which are basically like they've been sort of designed like tanks more than more so than before yeah um, I think they they work well in this sort of story yeah, yeah. Just I think, char- think in, a, in a gritty yeah. sort of battle scene, they are yeah. better than if you'd been wheeling through the white and blue and silver ones and whatever. Yeah, see it. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But uh, no, I thought it it was a good Dalek story as well. It was sort of. I know it's more to do with the, you know, the Doctor finding out, you know, that about himself, or sort of like I think I'm disappointed about that in himself. I think yeah. probably more 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 to it, but. Um, it was just a, again. It was just a, good to see the Daleks being Daleks. Yeah, really. I you know I enjoyed it for that. To be honest, um, being something that you feared. Yes, indeed. Because there was there was no winning there at all. They, they, I mean that they were retreating all the way through that shit when they got to the final point. And yeah. They sort of rest it. I'm not going to make it easy for them to kill me. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a yeah, that that was good. It's sort of like you know they were defeated and up until the point where um, Rusty. Decided that he should go back to kill all the Daleks again. So yeah, yeah, no, no, it was it was, it was from that point of view. I, I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, there was some nice model work in there as well. Actually, that bit where the Daleks um, came on board, that was all models, right? Of the Daleks coming coming through. And again, it, 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 it okay. It looked it looked to me to my eye anyway. It looked like models, but it was it was very very well done and nice to see rather than something CGI. To be honest, so I quite I quite like that. Um, but um, the one there's one thing that does bug me about this though. Yeah, gone. Right? How the hell did they get out of Rusty? Because they were just there, weren't they? Yeah. How did they get back to the full size again? Yeah, they wouldn't have cl- climbed out of the tear ducts, would they? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I just thought, yeah. I thought, how how did they how did they get out? That it just seemed to be wrapped up a little bit too quickly. I think it's well, I suppose, my, my main suppose, criticism of this. I suppose if it is a mechanical structure rather than a um, organic structure, mainly mainly the shell that they was in was mechanical rather than organic. There would be joining parts and whatever. You had the whole joke about bolt hole, didn't you? Yeah, attempted well, attempted yeah, joke. Attempted, yes, doctor's attempted pun. Yes, yeah, yes, bolt hole. So, yeah. So yeah, getting getting out of that, I don't, I'm not so necessarily bothered. I mean, how they how they're re 
I don't have to just press the button on there. I can't remember if that was the deal, if they had to just Brace press it, the button. I can't I remember. So. I was trying to remember now that they didn't ha- have to go back into the, the bottle, so to speak. To yeah, be... yeah I, can't, I honestly can't remember that bit because I, was, I sort of watched it sort of straight after putting the kids to bed last night. So I wasn't really paying attention. And I was watching it again this afternoon. I had both the kids climbing over me. So yeah. uh, I couldn't really concentrate that much on it. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't don't necessarily think that you really want to start the the plot. If you're going to pick the plot hole as being the, no, the no, it wasn't that, miniaturized no, 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 it wasn't that. I just thought, how how did they get out? How did they get back to that size again? And because it all seemed to happen very very quickly. Quickly, yeah, yeah. Because you get the feeling that, I mean, yeah, did they get out before he started attacking the other Daleks, or was this some other point? Or you know, it all seemed a bit, yeah. Because they seemed to be there, didn't they? they as did, soon yeah. as they so, came through the door, yeah, they were there. So yeah. as if they'd got out before it started attacking the Daleks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a bit, um, just seemed a bit, a bit too quickly resolved actually. But uh, but as I say it's just a very, very minor niggle of, of a of a, a story I, I actually really quite enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, so I think I'd have been more, I'd have been more if they'd have actually then gone into you had a bit of drama with the them having to try and get out of the Dalek before they. Because then that really would have been <laughs> going back to Fantastic Voyage. voyage wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would have. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't have, I didn't have any there. problems with Bunch Bunch. It served its purpose to get them into that, get them into the situation, and then pretty much actually they they they'd dropped it as soon as they got inside, didn't they? That that storyline really. Mm. They're inside, yes, okay, accept that. But now we're now we're just gonna yeah. Just sort of forget about that because we've had to borrow that from something else. So. Yeah, but I say it was good to see um, Phil Ford writing uh, for Doctor Who again. So it was the first time he's written for for the TV show anyway since Waters of Mars. Um, yeah. I see this one was written in conjunction with Stephen Moffat because apparently, um, according to Doctor Who Extra, um, it was actually Stephen Moffat's idea. Yeah, um, I sort of read somewhere. I can't remember where now. But the reason why they're co and and there's there's a few stories now that are going to be co authorship, yeah, yeah. Because apparently Stephen Moffat was right is writing the Danny Pink scenes. Oh, okay. The Clara Danny Pink scenes. He's doing that. Yeah. But uh, to then be effectively until if or until Danny Pink becomes a if he does become a crew member or not, mm, we shall see. We shall see. But until then, why they're just insert scenes in Clara's life outside of the, away from the Doctor, they're being, I, I think, written by Moffat on his own, and obviously then being inserted into the stories where the stories don't overlap as such, and that's why there's co-credits. Well, that's always happened, I think, since the show came back because RTD had a hand in just about every script, didn't they? Obviously, he had yeah. he had to because he had the, he had the you know the yeah. master plan, as it were, for the uh, yeah. Uh, for the for the for the entire series, and it's it's the same with Moffat. So it's not to be, it's not to be un, unexpected, but, but just but the fact it, it's it, actually there in the credits now, which yeah. is weird. But, but yeah. I think in, in the in otherwise, where it'd just be an idea, and then the writer goes off and writes it. Mm. The reason he's getting a co credit is because he's written solely written the scenes in the school. Yeah, yeah. So it's the, those are nothing to do with. Well. Um, so it's either that or it's just yet another um, in the uh, attempts of Stephen Moffat uh, to have world domination. Yes. I think, well, actually. So. 
<laughs> which she's I mean, been long suspected of. <laughs> I mean, whether Phil Ford didn't want to take ownership of those scenes, I'm not saying <laughs> if you're going to put them in, then you're going to take the, no, you're do, going to take uh, the right do, do you know what? I think a lot of people probably say, well, well, we didn't need that. I don't know if anyone else moaned about it, but I can sort of imagine people going, oh, we didn't need those those scenes on Earth. Why can't we just have the Doctor and Clara and, and in the TARDIS and leave it at that? But uh, I, I actually quite enjoyed those scenes because I think it, it's setting up uh, Danny Pink as quite an interesting character. And, and not only that, I mean, we have had, I mean, we've had complaints that Clara is just too, di- too, two dimensional in mm. as a character. There's no real story to her or whatever. So this is now trying to give her a backstory. Yeah. As long as it doesn't necessarily become like Rose was and we're going back. It, it, it's okay. I mean, I don't actually quite like it if they're doing it as in, here's the bit of Clara's life out of the TARDIS, and now we're now the Doctor's arrived, we're now going to go off and we're now going to have the adventure. Yeah. I think that's a better way to do it than we had with Rose, which was, oh, we go back to the estate in London, and, oh, this is where all the action's going to take place. Yeah. You know? I think the fact that it's pretty much incidental almost to to the story is okay and I don't mind that and it does give her it does give you a bit of back character yeah yeah it does it does yeah I think at the moment it's working I already done it two episodes in but um I'm getting to wonder whether the whole thing of Clara not traveling with the doctor full time will start to get a bit annoying or not annoying but I mean um a little bit sort of how can I put it not true to the show, if you know. I know that it's, it's important to do different things, but it's always been about the Doctor and, and his companion travelling the TARDIS. But now you've got the Doctor dropping her off every yeah. now and again. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the, I mean, you know, it, it, it will, it will pan out. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it will pan cause out because you, you've had the, you've had the dynamic in the past, haven't you? Of the, the companion is as much trapped with the Doctor mm. as as a companion. Yeah, and. So you've always sort of also had that sort of tension between... Which we haven't had since the show came back because they've all um, willingly gone with the Doctor, haven't they? They haven't sort of stumbled on him by accident or or, yeah. or just sort of wandered into the TARDIS and become a stowaway sort of thing. Yeah. So they've all wanted to go, which is a bit weird. But at the moment, going with this, this harkens back to Clara's control freak... Um, accusations of last week's episode where she, she does want to remain in control she doesn't want to go travel with the Doctor, she wants him to start pitch up every now and then, she's, like she's dangling him playing him like a, like, dangling like a puppet to a certain degree she likes she likes going with him but under her own terms under her own terms, yeah, and that's the yeah. whole control freak um, accusation yeah. so they're still continuing with, with that anyway, and I think that the, the Doctor's just accepted that now, hasn't he? So, yeah, I mean you, you, you're, you're not so you're going to have a that sort of Tegan situation where every episode is is her frustration at not being able to leave. Yeah, yeah, or, 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 or an exclamation! This isn't Heathrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, all I'm going to say. I mean, I hope Phil Ford does right for the show again. I know it's not this series, but I hope he does. And I hope uh, Ben Wheatley's asked to come back to direct as yeah. well because I've been very, very impressed um, with what what he's done, and uh, I think he's. he's I think his, his direction has been excellent in both, yeah, both it, stories you, he's done so far. So yeah, I, I you did, you didn't back. find yourself looking at the how long is this episode? How much longer have we got of this episode or anything? Like no, that. that's right. So, that's right. So no, and, and, it, and you are getting a reasonable amount of character interplay. Yes, 
as opposed to it just being running around. Yeah. No, I liked it. I liked it anyway. Oh, well. So, um, are, we, are we wrapped up on that? I think so. I think so. I think so. Good. Well, that, that's sort of two out of two, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of, really. I mean, okay, we have, we have both had issues with last week's one, but I think we both enjoyed it. Or the second half, we definitely both enjoyed. Yeah. Um, it's probably one and a half. One and a half, yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. So, uh, next week, then, we've got the Robots of Sherwood Forest, isn't it? Or Robot of Sherwood Forest? Robot of Sherwood, yeah. Robot of Sherwood, that's it. So, uh, hmm, another spin on the Robin Hood myth. Yeah. Might be interesting. Mm. Let's see if one of this has got a uh, bit of a Time Warrior vibe to it. I don't know, or more Androids of Tara. It might do, (laughs) yes. Or what if there's a Taran Wood Beast in there somewhere? Uh, right, okay, so um, until next time when we're, when we're back with our review of uh, Robot of Sherwood, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Who's He?